Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, guys, I am sitting here with Kristen Richie, a.k.a. High and Tippy, a.k.a. my ex-best friend. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> so dramatic. Well, so here's the thing. I get so many questions about friend breakups. And sometimes, like, I address them, but I also feel, one, I feel weird addressing them without the other person there, mm-hmm. but also I feel like most people would feel weird addressing it with the person there. Right. Except but, for us. But you we can make are. anything normal. <laughs> Literally anything. Anything. Okay, so let's let's go back. Let's let's rewind here. Mm-hmm. Let's rewind to like what was it, 2016? When we met? Yeah. Yeah. So we met at a this is one of the questions. Okay. We met at a Grey Goose event or something like that. It was yeah, some event. Some like alcohol yeah. party in the hills. I had just quit my software sales job to like mm-hmm. start blogging and like styling. Yeah. I think you had just moved to L.A. Yes, from Texas. And you had just moved from Texas, yes, right? Yeah. So we like connected and then immediately we're like just friends. Yeah, we just like I think we just had so much fun together because like I always felt like I could be myself. Yeah. You know, like you could say we anything. Were always giggling. And then giggling. also I feel like it was our first like real blogger friendships mm-hmm. that we could like, you know, go shoot like we like yes. we were looking to do the same shit like. At that point, I'd kind of just been dragging like my normal normal friends around, like yeah. hoping they would take pictures of me. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to like, you know, be on the same wavelength. Yes. Which I do think is part of the reason why yeah. we just basically did everything together. Right. It was like it's kind of like the a love bombing in a relationship when you just are like obsessed. And so you just go all in full force. Yes. We were each other's comfort. Mm-hmm. Like if P was invited somewhere, I was going it and was vice dynamic versa. duo yeah at all times so it was yeah it was like two almost like two we didn't create any boundaries basically no boundaries none but I'm also like that like with work I had no boundaries and yeah. then here's the thing like I have now I have like influencer friends mm-hmm. who I would like go to events with or stuff if I see them at events right like I know they're gonna go and then I have my normal life friends. But right. you were my first friend that was both of those things. Right. You know Same. what I mean? Yeah. So it was so much time together. We were friends for like, what, three years? Yeah. And wow. it would be like we were traveling a shit ton during mm-hmm. that time. We were working together. Like, I remember it's funny because we would always talk about starting a podcast, but we never would like move forward with it because I think we both knew we couldn't work together yes. any more than we always already did. Well, we said because we would be like moving apartments or like I moved apartments quite 
frequently. And uh-huh. I think both of us, like people would be like, why don't you live together? And we'd be like, we we'd like, murder no. each other. Yeah. We are. And like, we, are we already do. <laughs> we already do live together, basically. Yes, like this do. is our one. This was our one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I think too, like to describe the friendship, it was a lot of togetherness, but also it was like a sister friendship. So like totally. we would like get in fights like in arguments and people would think yeah people would be like oh my god it's drama and then we'd be like okay anyway let's go get lunch or they would think we were fighting and we would be like that we weren't fighting that (laughs) That wasn't a fight that was a conversation yeah exactly we were just being stern (laughs) we were being stern because we could be though yeah and at the same time we also were like both single so I feel like we put Mm -hmm. everything into like our friendship and our job and like just like being in LA, having the most fun we could. Like Mm -hmm. we're both like big experience people. Like we fucking love a story. Love a story. So like us together, we're always going to say yes. We're always going to be down for the Mm -hmm. same shit. You know what I mean? But also we had the same humor. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing. I feel like because like, again, why wouldn't you want to be with someone that like thinks you're funny and is like giggling with you and like you can fully be yourself. I was always giggling at you. Yeah. I think I have like undercover humor that like comes out yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you are the funny one. But like my undercover humor would come out and like usually I would just like be in a group and say something to you and you're the only one yeah. that heard it. And then that was yeah. the whole thing. You're the like quiet, like mm-hmm. person I, whispering get... at the side of the table. Yeah. And I'm the one like screaming, screaming. I mean, the the content I have from that yeah. time of our life. was yeah. It was a lot special. It was special. Yeah. So I have questions about friend breakups, mm-hmm. but let's talk about ours because I think people tend to think friend breakups like there are some obviously that can be like explosive. Right. Or like, I don't know, something happens and you like you never talk to that person again or whatever the fuck. But ours was not that. No. Ours was just like we were like one, like we said, up each other's butts. Mm -hmm. We we have said before it was like we couldn't date anyone because we were dating each other. Exactly. Like we were like filling that void with each other. Yes. So we didn't have like any other. I, I had friends. I had other friends that were like my going out friends. Yeah. Because you weren't like going to clubs with me that much. Not as much. No. Unless we were traveling. Yeah. But I was like doing my going out stuff. with yeah. my Those people. And then we did everything else together. So right. that was like, again, a lot of work stuff happening a lot of like I don't know tensions just build and then after a while I think we went to Europe Mm -hmm. and someone asked why you left er Europe early by the way because that was tea I think you just I don't think I did you left er, me and I was just like trying to make that that trip as cheap as possible honestly because I had done all those things and Mm -hmm. I was like hesitant about going but I knew I would have FOMO so I was just like literally Literally, I was like, I'll go for like a week and then I'll figure it out from there. And I would just go like flight by flight yes. or like city by city. Well, that's what we did anyway, because yeah. we had no plan. We didn't plan. We yeah, didn't plan <laughs> we did it. But I will say, OK, so for any of you who don't know about this, which is probably a lot of people, we went on this like European excursion for a month in mm-hmm. 2019, yeah. which was like, by the way, being 25 was the best year of my life. I always say that because right. like I did everything. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people that year, like a lot of the people that were in my life in that year are no longer in my life. Mm-hmm. But like, it was so fun. Yeah. And they were the right people for the, that time. It was also impeccable timing because impeccable. I feel like I got a huge travel bug out. And then I also feel like after the trip, like regardless of like what was going on between you and I, there was just a big like catalyst, mm-hmm. like in like shifting you know, kind of like what I was looking to do. And Mm -hmm. same with you. Like, I feel like we were both like, like, for instance, after Europe, I was like, I'm just ready to like 
stay in LA for a little bit, mm-hmm. create like a routine here, date and not just like, you know, fuck, fuck around, around with yeah. all these boys. Like I need to be somewhere. I want to take these styling jobs that I get offered, but I'm always out of town. Like I just wanted to like plant my feet. After a month, like a month of traveling and really not knowing where we were going to be. Like we yeah. had a general idea, but we'd be like, oh my God, we could do a layover in Amsterdam. Let's just show up in Amsterdam. And then we did but the whole thing. Let's not forget that was like the tail end of like three years of literally trip after trip after trip. I mean, Miami was our place. Our place. Oh, I, I actually still, miss Miami. I, yeah, I know. I still talk highly. Anyone <laughs> mentions Miami and I'm like, oh, best wow. memories. Like literally best memories. <laughs> actually. But I feel like it was also the tail end of like three years of us, you know, going from one trip to the next. So mm-hmm. we would want to be like, we would be like, okay, I want to experience Art Basel. So we yeah. would send out, you know, a hundred emails to brands being mm-hmm. like, hey, can we create please, content? Yeah, please and us. that was our way of like paying for the trips and like making mm-hmm. income. So like that was our hustle for like two and a half, three years. And obviously like it was the perfect timing in our lives and all of that. But then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need to like, you know, do something else. I need to plant my feet. I need to like really try to take styling seriously mm-hmm. if I'm ever going to try it. So I feel like it was just also a timing thing yeah, with both of our really lives. Good. Yeah. Y'all know I'm a big fan of having less. I've been trying to live that chic European girl lifestyle where I own minimal objects. I feel like the less I own, the less owns me, if that makes sense. Because of this newfound minimalist desire, I absolutely love Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For $88 a month, I can choose six styles to rent for whatever I have going on that month. It gives me access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands like Free People, Love Shack Fancy, Selkie, and Anthropology, in a range of sizes from petite to 5X plus and maternity. Newly is more sustainable than buying things I'll only wear once, especially. I can try on trends and find new favorite brands before I commit to buying. I like this a lot because it's kind of nice to test drive how new brands fit and feel before making a big purchase. I will also say last time I was in New York, all the cool New York girlies were truly in head to toe newly. I like had one meeting with a PR firm and both of the girls for the PR firm were wearing full newly outfits and just going on and on about it. Newly is also flexible, so they have no late fees damage fees and the option to pause or cancel at any time, which is what I need more of in my life. We love the flexibility. So if you're like me and you want more style, flexibility and sustainability in your life, which you definitely should, you need Newly. Get $20 off your first month when you sign up with the code note to self 20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code note to self 20 at sign up to get $20 off your first month. Newly, more life in your clothes. Spring is the perfect time for a reset. Call it a life spring cleaning, if you will. It's time to let go of whatever is not serving you and make room for a new season, growth, and change. So what's the best way to give your hair the reset it needs this spring? Scalp care. Healthy hair starts at the scalp, and Way's got the scalp care to help you let your hair down this season and get it looking stronger, fuller, and healthier. Feeling flaky or your hair looking dull, Way has a product to help you care from the top down to meet all of your hair care goals. I have used Way's Wave Spray for years. It's one of the first hair products I ever used, like religiously. I also added the high gloss hair oil to my routine a couple of years ago, and I'm obsessed. It really helps revive my ends as they tend to get really dry here in California. I use the detox shampoo pretty religiously to reset my scalp. Way's detox shampoo is a concentrated shampoo that cleanses away product buildup 
hard water deposits, dirt, oil, and more. It's perfect for tackling oiliness, unwanted shine, and flakier dry scalp. If you're looking to fight off dandruff, Waze Anti-Dandruff Shampoo fights flakes and soothes your scalp. It's formulated with salicylic acid and 100% clinically proven to gently soothe itchy, irritated scalps while keeping hair clean and soft, which is ultimately the goal. I'm paying a lot more attention to scalp care now that I learned. It makes you know sense that you should start at your scalp, but I don't know why I ever, I didn't really think about it like that. <laughs> so I seriously use this detox shampoo for my scalp every single week. The way to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. Go to theouai.com and use code note to self for 15% off your entire purchase. That's theouai.com code note to self. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So with this Europe trip, we again, like it was like all over the place. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it did kick a travel bug as well because I was like, OK, we did it. And it was so complicated. It was so fun, but it was so complicated. Like yeah. I'm talking we were booking like our London Airbnb while we were <laughs> on the plane to London being like, I fucking hope this person <laughs> like approves this. And we were booking the flights just on the way. We chose to go to Ibiza for a couple of days in the middle of Ibiza. it. Abitha. <laughs> I can't say it. Right I was face. scared to go to Abitha because I thought I would start like <laughs> telling people that it's Abitha, not Ibiza. <laughs> also, can we talk about the place that we stayed? No, I can't. It's actually in my like nightmares. <laughs> would I say this was the darkest? It was the scariest only room. hotel room left. It was the only on the island. Only, only. And I believe we had booked our flights before we booked our stay. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, oh, what are we going to do? And also we hadn't we didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. We didn't have enough money to go on the trip at all. So we definitely didn't have money to be like, let's go to the Hard Rock or whatever. Right. Like we're, we're in no position to like just drop money at for like a three thousand dollar a night hotel or like no. two thousand dollar a night hotel. None of us. Like we were already, you know, I was already pushing it. I was pushed. I literally that was the year I started making any income, basically. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, let's, let's go spend it. to Europe for a month. And <laughs> let's show it off. Barely even work. Yeah, like, we did work like I didn't really book a lot of jobs. No, I feel like it was like a break. There was no way to. Where would people have sent us? Well, I mean, do you remember? I think we tried to. Oh, my God. Yeah, do you remember you tried to yes. like, you get sent something and we were trying to catch it in each oh, city? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you know, trying to pay for my trip with this fucking collab. And we never knew where we were or where we were going. And this, <laughs> they're resending stuff. They were this poor package. I don't know if I ever got it. Oh, but that is why I left early, because I had to, yes. to film that in L.A. Well, people thought it was tea that you left early. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think it was tea. I think that Maybe we just stayed later. Yeah, it was London. all. Yeah, that was nothing was planned. So. Nothing was planned. Nothing was. I mean, I think again. So after we get home from Europe, we're both just kind of like naturally like. Yeah, we were back. still like hanging out and talking because, again, we were each other's comfort. But we both knew that it was getting like toxic. Yes. And that like it just, you know, wasn't working for either of us like it used to. Yeah. Sounds like a relationship. No, I mean, literally it literally is. But. 
But like um, it's, it's, it was toxic too in a way that I don't think a lot of times we were like mean to each other. It was just clashing personalities and yeah. too much time together yeah. over the course of years. Right. Years. And it's also like things that I wouldn't even realize like that I was being disrespectful for you. Like, for instance, my time management, like Same. that was a big thing yes. that I looked back being like, yeah, like that was affecting her, not me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, no wonder why she would be hostile. I, w- yeah, I made her wait. Or yeah. just not even hostile, like anxious. And yeah. then you get hostile when you're anxious. Right. Yeah. So you're just like triggering people. I actually have yeah. cut so many people out of my life recently who cannot manage their time well. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to be anxious around these people. Yeah, I'm, I'm so like, much better. There. You would literally not recognize me. I do like 37 things in a day. Wow. I know. Well, do you still I'm smoke like as much weed? I'm like a high-functioning human. Yes, I do. Sometimes like when I got space from us and I started smoking more weed, I was like, maybe it's because she was high a lot. Probably with my time <laughs> management. Yes. And I just didn't have as much responsibility. And like, mm-hmm. not to blame it on, you know, the mood disorder, but like, depression having depression it's really hard to stay Mm self-motivated and it's really hard to you know just get up and fucking going do things yeah Yeah, so I would like try to you know fit in a workout and Peyton was going to be at my house in an hour and something in my mind made me think I could fit in a 20 minute run and then whatever because I it took me forever to just started in the first place well, like things though, like that I will say I'm pretty type a so like when I'm like I'm gonna be here at this time we're gonna do this right. and then like instead of being like hey what time works best for you yeah let me be flexible yeah I'm like okay we said this time so it's this time but I mean to be fair that's like what worked for us at the time because I wasn't doing much planning so yeah any time worked but it also didn't <laughs> any time worked. <laughs> it also didn't <laughs> well okay let's let's answer some questions because okay. again that was that was like one of the most asked questions is like what happened and it was yeah. more just like not and I think it's really important to happened. talk about too just because like I feel like that was one of the big things that made me realize like no one told me about these like friendship fallouts yeah and like the inconsistency of growing up mm-hmm. and your you 20s know, specifically exactly like yeah. you know about you know regular fucking breakups and all that we hear about that mm-hmm. but we don't hear how heartbreaking it is because even though we both knew like I was still sad yes. it was still sad for a long like, time yeah for a long absolutely time. it's like it, it leaves a hole in your life though yeah when someone's that involved right but I also will say like I don't know there's people's people that I've kind of fallen back from where like if I see them somewhere I'm like Ugh, I don't want to see them but yeah. whenever I saw you we both were just kind of like what's up yeah again because we make everything normal yeah. I don't know like what it is everything just like feels normal well it's also like every I feel like everyone else was, we're trying to make it weird they'd be like oh my yeah. god do you want to see her do you not want to see her and we're like yeah. I don't really care it's, it's so like, gonna funny. be okay to this day like literally get asked about it really I was at sanctum Mm-hmm. And some bitch asked me what happened. I was like, it's um, been four years. Four fucking years. Yeah. Also, I will say the responses I got when I put on my story that you were on the podcast. I think like OG people were like, like DMing me like specifically to be like, oh my God, like they're so excited. I'll read some of them in a second. Yeah. But like, yeah, I got the same. Yeah. Like excitement. no questions, but so pumped. You know, the only two influencers I still follow, which we're going to talk about your job in a second, too, because I want to highlight that. Because I got some questions about that, too. How you, like, changed from... Oh, yeah. Did a little pivot. Not really changed, but, like... Just I feel like everyone's kind of... Focused Yeah, more on everyone's, it. like, yeah. niching down. Okay, let me change this. Okay, this one says, What was one of the wildest things you guys have experienced in L.A. together? Hmm. Such a long time ago. 
feel like we had a first, lot of times. First thing that comes to mind is the Vegas trip for your birthday. Because that's just a good classic story. <laughs> a good classic story. I don't story. think we can name drop. No. So. I. Well, so we went for a work trip. Mm-hmm. With like a PR team for some hotel. Yeah. And my, we went for the 29th and the 30th of December. My birthday's on the 30th. And I ended up hooking up with someone. A movie star. A very famous person. (laughs) (laughs) And at this point, like I had known him prior. So it wasn't like, it was a one night stand, but it wasn't. But I I, I like knew him through friends and I was with our friends and the whole thing. But Kristen got sick and couldn't come out that night. So my my friends that I was with were like, Peyton, you have to come out. It's your birthday, whatever. Kristen's in the room. She's like dead. Dead. And in the morning, we would get up and we go drive for, you know, going back to L.A. with like a couple different, a couple L.A. people. Mm-hmm. And I forget to tell them about this <laughs> <laughs> encounter that I had the previous night. And as I'm sitting there, everyone in the car is like, oh, wait, Peyton, because no, no one went out that night besides myself. And they were like, Peyton, what did you end up doing last night? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I have to tell you all something. Yeah. Everyone in the car, when I said it, stopped and turned around and looked at me like, what the fuck are you saying we right now? Like, we were um, eating our Einstein's bagel. Yeah. We had a full morning. We went to Starbucks. We went yeah. to Einstein's. Yeah. I'm like, not saying this at all. That was actually a pretty, that was pretty wild. Yeah. I would say top one of the most wildest nights yeah. of my entire life. And it wasn't even that wild. It was just because of the company. Of, yeah, exactly. But L.A., we had so many times that I feel like we were just like in a bar or a club being stupid. I know. Agree. Did we go to anyone cool's house here? Um, I can't even remember. Me neither. I feel like most of our like crazy adventures were on trips. Mm-hmm. But Did yeah, we go to the box together in, in New York? No, I don't think so. Because I went to the box once and I feel like I don't remember who I was with. The Maybe. box is an insane place. Maybe. No, you would remember. The, the show that I saw on the stage was oh. memorable. Oh. <laughs> really memorable. Okay. Can't really think of anything else, but that's that's a good yeah. enough answer to that, I guess. Yeah. This one says, what the fuck happened? I thought she was so chill she couldn't fight. LOL. <laughs> so chill she couldn't fight? <laughs> yeah. No, we argued all the time. Actually, we had conversations that we thought were not arguments, yeah. but everyone else thought were arguments. Yeah. Note to Self is sponsored by Dipsy. Gentle reminders for the new year. Check in with yourself before offering help to someone else. Rest when you need rest. Ask for what you need and say yes to more things that make you feel good. These are all things that we discuss here on Note to Self. Transport your mind to a world where you can relax and treat yourself to your deepest desires with Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You've never heard celebrities like this before. Listen to stories voiced by Sharonis J. Jackson, ER Fightmaster, and Luke Cook. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. I love the sleep stories because I always need something on in the background when I'm going to sleep. It just like makes it so much easier for me to fall asleep at night. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com 
com slash note to self. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash note to self. Dipsy stories.com slash note to self. I use Notion every single day of my life for to-do lists, notes, podcast episode prep, grocery lists, travel plans, etc. The list goes on and on. Today, I'm so excited to tell you about the incredible newest addition to Notion's suite of tools, Notion AI, artificial intelligence that works right in your Notion workspace. Notion AI helps you work faster, write better, and think bigger, doing tasks that normally take you hours in just seconds. Leverage the power of AI right inside Notion across all your notes and docs without the need to jump between your work and a separate AI-powered tool. Notion AI is designed to help you with your work right in the place where you're doing your work, not a separate AI tool, which is so freaking cool. With whatever you're working on, Notion AI lets you skip to the good part, save time and write faster by letting Notion AI handle the brainstorm and first draft or turn your messy notes into something polished. Just tell Notion AI what to do. The more details, the better. Or you can start a prompt and go from there. Have it write a blog post, make an outline, brainstorm ideas, or summarize a whole bunch of docs. Use Notion AI to improve writing, summarize pages, find action items, translate into any language, and more. Simply select text, click Ask AI, and increase your productivity like never before. For a limited time, try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash note to self. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash note to self to try out the incredible power of Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're supporting the show. This is a limited time offer. Try Notion AI for free right now at notion.com slash note to self. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Who reached out first to reconnect after the friend breakup? Was it me? Yeah, I think it was you. Because you were about to move. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, we should go do something. Yeah. And then we went to some event. Yeah. Together. Yeah. And everything was, again, normal. Normal. Yeah. That is actually really rare. And it is weird. I know. But anyway, let's see. Time heals all wounds. Time does heal all wounds. Because that's how small our issues were. Like, as much as, like, it was toxic. And it was also, like you said, just, like, sisterly behavior. And nothing was, like, that big. Like, I feel like. My biggest issue was just that, like, sometimes I felt like I was being painted in a different light or portrayed in a certain in a certain way that, like, didn't tell my full story, personality and story, Mm -hmm. you know, like things like that. I was taking cues from, like, YouTubers, like we were playing characters almost. Yeah. You know, I know that you you did say that once. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I'm a human. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, bitch, we are not humans. Yeah. We're influencers. Okay. How do you feel about the evolution of your friendship and just friendships in general? Like, I think it's what you said before, like it's normal to have falling out, falling outs, friendships that evolve. And it's also normal to like create your boundaries, live your life. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, you know, you can be friendly in the future. Like, yeah, I feel like 
yeah, it's it's really just about like being selfish a little and figuring out like what you need to be happy Mm -hmm. and to repair the friendship. So it's like if anyone listening is, you know, (laughs) finding someone in their life being like a little more toxic than they would want Mm -hmm. or, you know, or making them and making them a person they don't want to be. Right. You know, yeah. Like something like that. Then I feel like the best thing to do would be to like take a break, step apart. Mm -hmm. You know, are you missing the person? Were they adding to you or are you now feeling like, you know, starting anew? Yeah. Yeah. And are, is it better with or without them? Yes. You know what I mean? And then, and I will say too, I've always said this because if people ask about our falling out, because again, it's so weird. People usually just have like, they have friends, they distance from the friends. No one's asking. Yeah. People are still on Reddit being like I know. what happened with this literally it's literally. it's hard to do it publicly but also I don't even want to say falling out I want to just say like distance yeah you know what I mean yeah. it wasn't drama it wasn't anything and I think it's it's okay to take distance from people right even if you're really close right but apparently not when you're close on the internet because yeah because then you'll get a lot of questions and a lot of speculation yeah I, I know I saw on. on I just recently discovered I have a reddit thread and I was like Oh, whoa. I think someone used the term insufferable about us being together. (laughs) And then, yeah, I was just like, whoa, you guys are telling me a lot of things I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't need to know this, actually. Okay, so how do you navigate making friends in your 20s post-college? I feel like Jane Fonda has this little interview snippet going around that I thought she worded it really well. You go after the people you want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. You just like you know, we vibed and yeah. just started inviting each other to we things. We prioritized We that. went to lunch. So anyone that I want in my life or mm-hmm. and like have has qualities that, you know, I admire and want to be around, mm-hmm. I am that girl that's like, let's go to dinner. Let's, you know, yeah. go to You're color really be mine. Yeah, I try yeah. to be. And I try to like keep... Go to color be mine. Yeah. It's like a little pottery. Color, it's a little pottery studio. Yeah. It's like my new favorite activity. Is there. it on South Beverly? Yeah. I, so you I go, go while you're waiting for your reservation at Honor Bar. Ooh. So I live like I lived right behind there. Oh. Until... Did you That's dangerous. I know. I didn't do a color be mine, but I walk by it every day because I go to Phil's every day. Yeah. Like I walk mm-hmm. to Phil's. But now I live... I still live very close you to that would, area. You would be an honor bar girl because, you know, it's Hillstone. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a couple of times, but like there's always a wait and there's always creepy men at the yeah, well, you just gotta freaking go to, bar. Gotta go to. I know they the L.A. local men love to hang out there. I think it's a place for like high end. It's the place. Women of the night. It's where. Well, sign me up then. <laughs> I mean, hey, I've actually I'm learned going a lot about that recently. I have a friend that does it. Really? Yeah. I went to a party the other day and this guy was showing me all the all the photos of the girls that were there that were like working and telling oh, me how much they. Wait, sorry. What are you talking about? Like I a, was talking about like a sugar baby, but these girls would just get paid to be hot at parties. No, no. They have sex with people. Oh, yeah. But they were there at this party. And I am so wow. naive to these things. I'm like, was I he don't like know. on an app? It was a text thread. Interesting. Of all their photos. And it's like secret. Interesting. Yeah. And of course, I'm just like, oh, I thought, I mean, they're beautiful. They're like, they are models. Right. And he was telling me all their pricing. I was like, damn, these girls are getting paid. Fancy. Expensive. <laughs> but anyway, that's the honor bar thing that I get. So when I go there sometimes dressing how I normally dress. Yeah. I feel like I get approached in a way that yeah. I personally 
am not working mm-hmm. and getting paid to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I'm not getting paid the money, then I'm not dealing with mm-hmm. the I've never the noticed that. I've always noticed it's like the L.A. dudes whose first question is, where are you from? Because mm. they want to let you know where they're from. Oh. And I'm like, is that the most interesting thing about you? Yeah, apparently. It, yeah. I had a guy come up to me because the outfit I was wearing was like a poster girl outfit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my friend owns Fashion Nova. I was like, this isn't Fashion Nova. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> what? I'm so embarrassed. I would have slapped him. So annoyed. Okay, anyway, we're moving on. Okay. How did you recover from a friend breakup to get to this point? Well, we'll just say, how did you recover from a friend breakup? I kind of think just like any breakup where you kind of just start to focus on other friendships and yourself. And yeah, like I said, like, I feel like we both were like wanting a lot of change after that trip. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you were finally wanting to like settle down in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, that was like, yeah, the end of that trip, that was 2019. And then I decided like I turned 26 and Mm -hmm. then I was like, all right. It's time. Yeah. Because I was so single Mm -hmm. for so long. Even in a relationship, that short relationship I had, Mm -hmm. I was still was basically single. Right. Like I wasn't like hanging out with him that much. Yeah. And then you got into a relationship. Mm -hmm. How long did y'all date for? Like a year and a half. Yeah. Remember that. Okay. Let's see. So the best and worst parts of your infamous Euro trip. The best is that, like, when the fuck are we ever going to do that again? And I think we would talk about that during it. Like, when could we ever be this spontaneous and yeah. just go with the flow mm-hmm. and, like, fuck around? Yeah. And then the worst, probably just that it was, like, at our most toxic point together. And it was a month straight. And so I feel not leaving, like... Literally not leaving probably three feet from each other right. for a full month. And I would just get anxiety. Like, yeah. And I don't really struggle with anxiety as much Mm -hmm. like I feel like I don't know it's not something that like affects me in a super serious way compared to other things but like I was so anxious I remember like having to get like a beer at lunch every day because I would be like I gotta calm my nerves like I'm just anxious traveling and not knowing where you're gonna go and also being worried about how much money you're spending yeah and then also having the stress of relationships within yeah. the dynamic that we were in. Yeah, but also wanting to make the most of the trip yes. and, the, it's a and lot everything. Of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Also traveling just like stresses me out anyway. I just went to Paris recently mm-hmm. and I was like having a good time, but I was also anxious the whole time. Like I yeah. just felt like really out of place. Mm-hmm. It was also so fucking cold. I just fucking hate fucking packing. I hate mm-hmm. getting outfits together beforehand. Yes. I hate the buildup of the airport. Mm-hmm. Once I'm on the plane, it's like kind of fine. I mean, I've been kind of struggling with like, um, what is it called when you, oh, claustrophobia. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel, yeah. I just like don't like feeling unsettled. Yeah, same. But I think that's something that's happened as I've gotten older because I was less like that when mm-hmm. I was younger. Like even moving right now, I'm like, I'm so stressed. Like I have a place to go, but I'm mm-hmm. still really highly stressed yeah. right now about everything. It affects my mental health a ton. Like I can mm-hmm. tell, like when I'm not like, when I don't have everything where it needs to be my ducks in a row. Yes. It fucks with me. Yeah. Well, you're type A in that way. Yeah, I am. For sure. Like, I can't relax at my house until, like, the laundry's done, the dogs are walked, the, you know, yeah. all this shit. Like, I, I can't just, like, chill with things on my to-do list. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is also, I think, why I smoke so much is to, like, make myself less type A and to, like, chill out a to little. To relax. Because there was someone on my Reddit 
thread that was like, she just like acts like she's this like hippie chill bitch, but she's not. And like some, <laughs> oh, <they> know. <laughs> I know. And then like some guy that like used to work with me commented and was like, she's actually great. She like made it to achievers club. And like, she was the hardest worker Yeah, and like all this stuff. And the girl was like, that just makes me feel like her persona is even more fake. And I was like, okay. It would be hard to put that persona on for so long. I know. And also, I'm like, people, you know, are they've got layers. Yeah. There's there's a lot going on. Like, do you think I'm just like sitting on a lily pad every day, like (laughs) smoking a joint? No, I'm smoking because I'm stressed the fuck out. Yes, because you have a lot to do. And I need to chill. (laughs) Yeah, I got you. For me, I think the best part of the Europe trip was what you said. So I'll make up a new one. I honestly really liked... Paris, mm-hmm. just in general. Yeah. I feel like we didn't really go out very much. The weather we were like, was great there. We yes. went to Fancy Horse or Crazy Horse, Crazy Horse, which was amazing. So good. I loved that. I went this time. I went last year mm-hmm. or like a few months ago and it like weirdly didn't live up to really. Yeah. Our experience. I, yeah. I think I was just less drunk and I mm-hmm. was like wanting it to be more provocative. Yes. And we also went to Hotel Costas. Which yeah. Was so that was nice. yum. But it was also like, so when you went back this time, is it weird to think about last time when you're like, because I don't know if you're still like this. I know like you are specific about your money and things like that. But like a Hotel Costas, we're like, hey, we can't afford dinner there, but we can't afford drinks and a cheesecake. Yeah. I we mean, just, I'm still like good with my money, but I have a lot more to, to deal spend, with, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's just not as much of a stress. Yes. Like, I guess like so I have a savings and I don't like to see that you know, get any smaller. So I choose to spend like wildly when I want to, but Mm -hmm. I still will be like, okay, I don't need the dessert. So I feel like you're, you've always had that. Yeah. It's because both my parents are accountants. So like, Mm -hmm. that's just how my brain works. I just am all constantly thinking of incoming, outcoming. Like if I know I have a lot of money incoming and it's not going to stress me out to see Mm -hmm. a number go down at all. I'll be buying a new purse. I think people would be surprised to know that about you if they think you're like this stoner hippie girl. Yeah. Because you are type A. I am. I am. In a lot of different ways. I think that like I, I think that like my supplements are me fighting being type A. Yeah. Because I'm probably. like bitch chill. Probably. You know. I'm a stoner now if you didn't know. Yeah. I love it. I'm trying my best. I actually can only smoke one specific pre-roll. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And actually, so Iman gets really weirded out too when she smokes uh-huh. like I usually can't handle it but she smoked this r- more recently when I was at her place and she was like Peyton this is the only weed I can smoke is it like only CBD or what it is hybrid it's from old pal oh okay yeah it's called Dolce Vita okay and I literally am obsessed with it so every night in my this is my um Janae Aiko era oh, is what I'm calling her Aiko so yeah. I'm literally do not do this at home okay this is just me <laughs> trying to cope with every single day of my life I drink half a bottle of wine. So like two glasses of wine. Okay. I smoke half a joint and I have half an edible. (laughs) Every night. Every night. Just what the doctor ordered. Like, so last night it was me on my air mattress in my new apartment. Finally started The Last of Us, which by the way, we didn't even fucking talk about what we were watching. This happens every time. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it in a second. I can't watch that because the guy looks like my ex. And like my friend. The main guy? Yeah. My friend told me and Uh I watched like a few episodes and I was like, no, he literally has like the same mannerisms. All the mannerisms. I was like. That freaks me out. And he also is like kind of toxic in some of the same ways. So I was like, whoa. No, you can't watch it. No. I just I tried to watch the first episode at least three times, but I was too high. Yeah. 
again, it, it is kind of sad. So you actually. just like that's your time to like watch TV and not work. Yes. Okay. So that's that's, that's what thing. it takes you yes. to not work. You have to that's fully fuck yourself up. Mm-hmm. So I also learned that in a relationship. That was one thing my relationship taught me is that I worked way too much because uh-huh. I was just didn't have anything to do. I would just work. Yeah. And like you need to like relax. Have a balance. So like for the last year that I lived with my now ex, I like kind of didn't work a lot at all mm-hmm. to the point where my management's like all the moving and all the stuff like you didn't like I still was fine I still made good money and everything right. but they were like you really took this year off didn't you I was like I really did I, I was trying to focus on I was trying to focus I was just trying to relax so now I'm like doing half and half it's really hard because whenever I am in work mode I become a little like colder and you know focused yeah and like sex doesn't sound fun like sounds like a fucking job. No. And I noticed that with my ex because we started dating like really seriously at the beginning of COVID. And then when the world started opening up and I started working a lot because mm-hmm. I, I was doing we were working like even when the world was locked down, I was getting like, yeah, COVID tested every other day and we were still doing everything. And it totally like I guess like I would say threw him for a loop because he I felt like wasn't being supportive and like wanted more from me. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, like I'm I'm stressed. The last thing I want to do is have sex. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard to like change that mindset and yeah. like have a stressful time consuming mm-hmm. job. And then it doesn't the job doesn't have boundaries. Right. That's I know I'm I get texted every hour of the day. Yeah, yeah, I have no no boundaries. None. Well, let's talk about that because you your job has changed so much since we were friends. Yeah. So you started styling when we were friends. Yeah. Very casually, like yeah. books and, you know, assisting people. Mm-hmm. And then after our Europe trip, I was at lunch with one of my girlfriends who's actually from Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I'm from. And I was telling her like, yeah, I just am trying to like stay put this year a little more, focus on styling and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I'm telling you, you need to go work for my friend Brett. Like, he styles Lizzo and he's starting to do this girl Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And like, I've always said no to being in celebrity styling or, yeah. or that world just because I knew there was no boundaries and like it was no work life balance. Mm-hmm. This whole thing. I had like a fully different idea of my life, of how my life would go. Yeah. So which, you know, is he, neither here, here nor there. Like, I'm very happy with how it's going. But I think I always thought. I would have like a family and a husband at this point. And so So, I never wanted to do celebrity styling because I knew I wouldn't be able to balance Mm -hmm. properly. So in 2019, that's when this started. How old were you in 2019? I was, oh my God, that's a good question. I'm 32. So I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was like 27, 28. Yeah. Yeah. So this is when you're like, again, because I just turned 29 Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm noticing at this point in my life, I'm like, I had this solid plan for things. And now I'm like, universe, where the fuck is this going? Right. Like, where the fuck is this going? Right. I'm so confused. Not confused. I kind of feel like a lot of different things, like free and also like, like I can craft whatever I want. Exactly. But it's weird at this point in your life to be like, I thought I had things figured out. And now I have no idea what's going on. Right. But it's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's freeing, too, because we're kind of like going against the norm. Like, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would be like, holy shit. I mean, I think a lot of people do say, holy shit, you're 32 and single. Like, aren't you 
freaked out, like, because Mm -hmm. that's not the norm being from Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's really not the norm anywhere. Like, Mm -hmm. but I find that really freeing because I am like, well, I'm very happy. I'm very independent. I know Mm -hmm. how to be with myself. I know like what I want, who I want. So why, why would I just be in a relationship to like please everyone around me? Well, it's also the it's pleasing everyone around you and also being in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. Like I, that actually scares me more than like being alone forever. Same. And also just like what scares me like more is putting so much into a person and then, you know, them walking away, them walking away. Yeah. And like, you know, we see that with like our friendships and like, you know, people that we know that we thought were so solid mm-hmm. and it's so fucking scary. So yeah. I think it's also a defense mechanism and mm-hmm. I feel safe in this. So yeah, you can control it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm in this weird place that it's like, I'm so happy and fulfilled single, but I also have the voices on the outside being like, well, if you want kids or, you know, yeah. whatever, you kind of have to start like figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And I can't really decide if I'm being like, smart and savvy and like you know truly like like, listening to yourself exactly or if I am using this as like a comfort and like kind of dismissing what's missing well are the voices ever coming from the inside or are they always the outside like are you to yourself I mean only only having to do with children because I've always seen myself having children and that's the only part that scares me but I I will say the older I get, the more I'm like, maybe it isn't for me. Like, (laughs) you know, so I am trusting the universe with that. But it's like a fine line, like between being proactive and trusting Mm -hmm. the universe. Like, am I just being comfortable to save myself from pain and heartache? Mm -hmm. Or am I being smart because these fuckers are going to hurt me anyway? I think this is kind of like when we were really close. You didn't you did something similar, but it wasn't like. You weren't removed from men, but you were like so you had guys, but you were so um, emotionally disconnected, which I had that time, obviously, as well. We're like you. But you had like guys that you were like seeing and dating and you were like, I don't care about them. Yeah. They were like in your life. Exactly. (laughs) You had a lot of boyfriends. Yeah, I did. And they all like at one point, you know, like would kind of want more. And I would be like, no, I've already kind of put you in this place. And yes. like, and also if I, I wanted to date you, you would know. <laughs> yes. And I also was there. You already had a boyfriend, which yeah. is me. Yeah. So you're like, exactly. what else do I need this for? I know. I was like, I've got plans. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to dinner. Yeah, so exactly. I can't date like, you. Hurry this up. OK, well, that's actually something to cover in a different episode, I feel like, because I was just thinking about like, I was listening to a podcast about this girl freezing her eggs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, would I want to do something like that to be like I know. proactive, proactive? I know. But that also sounds like a lot. My friends that have done it, like, I honestly haven't even like listened to their whole journeys because I'm like, it sounds exhausting and you're freaking me yeah, out. Yeah, it's expensive. I would rather, I thought they could just like go in and like grab some eggs. But like, <laughs> no. I guess you have to like do all the fertility like stuff harvest and go them. crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. And you have to be a crazy person. Well, I, I also know. just think I might just go to a gynecologist appointment about fertility first, maybe, yeah. and then see what's going to happen. I know. There. I just got my IUD out actually after eight years. Oh my God. To like try to start regulating things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to a naturopath and she was like, babe, your whole body is in fight or flight. Mm. Like every or every organ is like working overtime. Like, didn't you just get it out like a couple of days ago? Mm-hmm. How was it? It was fine. It like hurt for a second, but it yeah. was fine. Do you feel different? No, not yet. 
Okay. But I haven't had a period in like five years. So that's going to be weird. Yeah. But it didn't weird. come yet. So it's going to have to regulate. I know. My body has to like catch up. Yeah. Okay. So back to working. You didn't want to do, you yeah, weren't so thinking about initially, the celebrity thing. Yeah. Initially, I would literally tell people like, I don't want to do celebrity styling. I, I just remember wanted that. to keep it casual. Yeah. But then I kind of just said, fuck it because you know, my friend knew Brett and I just thought it would be kind of casual Mm -hmm. and then worked with him for a few months before COVID hit. And then COVID hit and Doja blew the fuck up and we were working all through COVID. Mm -hmm. And that was like really who I would like the only people I was seeing other than like my boyfriend and his roommates and stuff. So I became really, really close to the team, got so deep in it, close to her and then I actually just put in my notice to quit. Oh, okay. <laughs> to work for myself. Okay. Which it's been hard because, you know, I do like love everyone and I I like would love to stay, but it's also similar in that it's just become too toxic. Yeah. And I got to take care of myself. Well, that's the thing, too. I think that you and I are both really good at new chapters and mm-hmm. knowing when the new chapter needs to start. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because I don't like change. I fight change. Mm-hmm. But when the change comes, I know it's time because I know I've tried every fucking thing I can. Yeah. And I've given everything like there's never anything left on the table whenever I make a decision. That is exactly how I am. And yeah. I know when it's go- like when I'm going through something like that, that I that I have to actively do everything I can so that I won't, I'll be able to walk away right? and be okay with it and be happy with it. But that's also a really telltale sign that one, we can drop our egos Mm -hmm. and like do whatever's best to make it work. Absolutely. Which is hard for people. And two, we trust ourselves once the walk away happens, even if it's hard, Mm -hmm. that like we trust ourselves in what I'm calling the universe. I don't know what you call it nowadays, the universe. universe. I trust that whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen. Agree. Which is a big thing that I talk about on the podcast a lot mm-hmm. but it's one of those like really elusive things that's like hard to teach someone right. or like share with someone it's just kind of like in you right and it's just a feeling mm-hmm. yeah always like you know looking for a sign that like the next it's just time for the next thing like, yeah it's yeah I feel like the universe tells you in so many different ways mm-hmm. because like forever I have been balancing like this job with my other jobs like I work like no other yeah because I'm still trying to like do all my stuff and then all of this other stuff on the side like and you know just kind of make as much money as I can Mm -hmm. we're also both hustlers like that I know yeah we can't just like sit still I'm like no time off is just an uh, opportunity to make more money yeah we're like we can link stuff now exactly (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) or like I have a link (laughs) or like if I don't have stuff going on with Brett I'm like what can I do this week yes to make more money who who can I, you know, so the weed is good for us. I know it is. It's our medicine. I literally because <laughs> mama can't chill. I was about to say you always said mama needs her medicine. Mama needs her medicine. <laughs> I still say that. I stand by that. So, OK, you're starting your new thing. Yeah. So I'll just be like, you know, styling people myself and like doing more Instagram and TikTok and everything. Just kind of going back to working for myself. But basically, I have taken like everything that I could possibly learn. Yeah. You know, from this team and like everything in hopes of, you know, I won't do it in the same capacity. Like, yeah. I think I'll do more like street style, like casual stuff. Well, but that's kind of what you're doing for Doja 
right? Like helping her kind of with personal stuff. Yeah, that's like I kind of do it unofficially. Just yeah. like she'll be like, oh, my God, I love that top. And I'll be like, I'll get it for you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make my boss super happy. But <laughs> so never mind. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's it's true. But, you know. Well, I'm excited for you. I think that that's a good. Well, one, I think that we both operate working for ourselves better. Yeah. Anyway. And. Well, also, it's bad because, again, like then there's going to be even less boundaries. I know. Well, I mean, we'll I don't have it. there's zero in my life right now. Okay. So it's it'll be better. My only concern is, like I said, the self-motivation aspect, because I think like a little bit of anxiety does me good. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, anxiety gets me out of bed in the morning. Oh, yeah. But then my depression. So I kind of have both. I know. My but depression. <laughs> then it makes me literally want to lay down. Yeah. Horizontal like an hour later. But I'm on antidepressants which I talk about kind of a lot. And uh-huh. I take those in the morning and I then I get a, like a little pep in my step. So you like them because I feel like it took you a while to want to be on them. Yes. Yeah. Because I had like a hard time in college one time yeah. with like withdrawals. Mm-hmm. And then I got back on them actually while I was in a relationship because I had such ruminating. I have a full episode about this, by the way, if you guys are interested in learning about this, it's called Hot Girls Take Their Meds. But I was like having these like really intrusive, ruminating, like anxiety, intense thoughts. Mm-hmm. And the second I got on like the lowest dose I could of this one antidepressant, I they went away. I love that. So I was like, great. I was literally driving my ex crazy being like, don't die today. Like, don't get hit by a car. He's like, oh, my God. Oh <laughs> I'm not going to get hit by a fucking car. But like, you just expect the worst. Right. Also, one time at his field, they had a um, there was a shooting on the oh outside God. of the field. And I like stuff like that just like tr- triggers everyone, obviously. Yeah. But like I just remember my friend Kelsey called me and was like, because I wasn't there. She was like, did you hear? Like, are you OK? And I was like, what are you talking about? They were like, there was a shooting at Nationals Park. And I was like, the anxiety. So like I just like started thinking about that kind of stuff, right. too, like with dating someone who was like in public all the time like that yeah. I was like oh my god something horrible is gonna happen anyway so I got on the antidepressants and it changed my life good so now I feel like way better during the day yeah I feel like that's the thing about like knowing how lucky you are and like blessed you are is that like then you just assume the worst is gonna happen to you because mm-hmm. you're like things are going really They're well too good everything I want is right in front of me yes you know and now I'm really I'm big into manifesting I have been for a long time yeah. and I think that makes you manifest bad things happening agree. to you agree <laughs> so I'm gonna try to stop doing that I know <laughs> so the antidepressants are helping <laughs> good 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 <laughs> okay we're going back to some questions right now what is something you admire about each other both when you were friends and now I feel like I already spoke about it, but I admire like how accepting you Mm -hmm. are because I feel like I can be truly be myself in any scenario. Yeah. And you're going to like giggle and support me. Mm -hmm. So like that would be my favorite, I suppose. Yeah. I think for me it was authenticity, which Mm -hmm. I think is pretty much the same thing. Like you were always yourself. And like, even though you're like, you kind of are like an entertainer, like you love making people laugh, you make like making your friends laugh. Mm-hmm. You weren't ever like not yourself. Like you yeah. were actually like putting on an actual right. show or something like right. that, which is actually really interesting because some questions I've gotten, I mean, at that time in our lives, I feel like there were so many people in the same like industry as us that were like, how do you find good quote blogger friends or influencer mm-hmm. friends? And there were so many people that were like friends, but like they weren't friends like us right so they're like how do you guys find each other and I'm like I don't know yeah like we weren't like event friends or like traveling friends we were like genuinely friends 
for and a really I, long time. It's interesting, too, because not to say that we were like, you know, the first fucking blogger friend duo, but I do mm-hmm. feel like we would see people after us mm-hmm. really like um, own in on the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And like be taking those group picks and the picks <laughs> yes. together and selling that. Well, I also think we never really we didn't do we did content together, but it was just like stories because we were together. Yeah. We never were like, let's get some would, content. Yeah. There was like a few you know, paid shit that we were yes. in it together. But for the most part, our working together was just like traveling together and shooting together. Yes. And like putting you on YouTube. Yeah. Even though on my own channel. Let's see. A lot of like comments are just like, no questions. I'm so ready for this. I love watching you guys. So she didn't think we were insufferable. Great. Good. Some people didn't think that. I can't believe people thought we were insufferable. I thought we were like so fun. I mean, I could see it. Yeah, for sure. Influencers inherently a little yeah. also all we were doing was traveling yeah and being obnoxious and being obnoxious but it was fun it was so fun okay let's see yeah i will say mainly get like good comments about us like positive just yeah. like about our friendship that was the I only we one were, i was like oh well it was it was authentic it wasn't like oh let's just be friends because we're influencers yeah you've answered some of these this one says how do you end slash distance a friendship in a healthy way I think we both just like knew it was. Yeah, I think it's basically about drawing your boundaries. And if that doesn't work for them, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you kind of move on. Yes. You know, and just like same with a relationship. Well, also respectfully, though, like I wasn't like going around being like, fuck her and I hate her and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Let's see. Because we both knew we were toxic. Mm -hmm. The thing is, we weren't toxic people. I think we were just toxic together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one says. How do you create a boundary with a best friend that doesn't seem to show up for you? Mm. Is that a best friend? Then? I was about to say that. I don't think that's a best friend. Yeah. I think people wax and wait. It depends on how long you've been friends for. Like some people just like have different lives. So like yeah. when some of my best friends like get married, they don't show up for me the same. Yeah. Anymore. Agree, because they have their person. Yeah. But you have to be understanding of that. You kind you know? of have to put a friend like... In that scenario, you have to ask yourself, like, is she my friend or am I just her friend? Yeah. Because sometimes you're just someone's friend and well, they're not your friend. And if it goes on for too long, so let's say someone's like not as good of a friend to you for a month or two, but you've been friends for freaking 10 years. Right. Like you don't need to like cut no, someone off. No. I'm big about cutting people off. But I think when I when I say cut people off, I mean, when there's an adequate amount of time that has passed that they have not been a good friend. Right. Not a couple months after or like po- 10 like years. Or like a positive influence in your life yeah but again it doesn't just like a breakup even can be it doesn't need to be like a full actual breakup forever yeah which I think that's why it's good to maintain a certain level of respect for people that you do care about because you don't know like if I would have come on a podcast or if I would have gone on stories and been like yeah so actually Kristen's toxic and I hate her and all this stuff like we wouldn't be sitting here right now exactly and then it would have been weird if we saw each other Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it just maintain a level of respect right you know This one says, was she as chaotic as she seems? I love a peacock friend who's so random and colorful. Yeah. Your style is random and colorful, but you're pretty normal. (laughs) I feel like I can be kind of chaotic, but at the same time, I'm also really shy. Like I'm chaotic when I'm comfortable. Yes. And I also think it's it's like on purpose chaotic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll just like kind of play up a scenario. Like if, if I keep like thinking about that dinner in New York with Delaney. I thought about that. And it's like I was, a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you commit. Sometimes to the bit. I commit to a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to be a crazy girl tonight. Yes. And the thing is, it's 
it was like we were in a relationship because I remember that dinner and everyone like you're doing crazy stuff and everyone's and you're looking like, at me like, oh my gosh, could you believe she's doing this? And I'm like, no. And I'm just like, have my phone out, like yeah. taking videos of you. Like you're just rolling. Your literally eyes. a fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, tell us about your new dog. Oh, Barb. That was one. Yeah. Barb was a gift because my friend Ami got two dogs. Mm -hmm. Didn't vibe as much as Barb. Uh -huh. And so I was like, well, do I want two dogs? And yep, like you do have two children now. I have two. I'm a single mother of two. Two. And yeah, she is just a stunning girl. I just kind of like took her and I was going to kind of foster and see if it worked out. See if Moo liked her because, you know, like yeah. Moo's the queen of the house. If Moo doesn't like her, we're not. And Moo can keeping. be like sassy. Like she has opinions. Moo is very sassy. She's very she she knows what she wants. Yeah. So lo and behold, they liked each other. Like, Aww. yeah. So I kept her and I'm crazy. And now you have two dogs. Now I have two dogs. I can't even have one dog. Yeah. I mean, people are always like, how the fuck do you do it? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. Like, I'll be like, I'll have like, you know, fucking 15 errands in a day. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll take Moo on some of them. And like, then I'll go switch them out at the house, bring Barb on some. Oh my God. Like, or I'll, you know, like... My days are so meticulously planned around them. That's why I'm scared. Like, I want a dog, but that's why I'm scared to get one because I feel like I do things like on a whim. Right. So. That's that's the thing. And I had already, once you have one, you already give that up. So I'm like, what's two? Yeah, I guess that's true. It's you know, like, it's like kids. I also think low-key having kids is easier than having a dog. Well, but kids, you can't just leave home. Well, that's true. Alone. But you can also take kids anywhere. You can't yeah. take a dog anywhere. Yeah, I could take Moo anywhere, but like Barb is too big. So yeah. that's been an adjustment. She's oh like God. a you remember, bull. <laughs> remember that time you got kicked off the Southwest flight? Oh my God, you? yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> you were so upset. I was obviously. so upset. But then I just crashed my friend's bachelorette party. Yeah, that was in, in Miami. Miami. Yeah. Wow. We really did go to Miami a lot. A lot. I actually really want to go back soon because yeah. I'm like, every time I go to Miami too, I'm like, Y'all don't understand. Me and Kristen used to do this so well. Like we we didn't go out really at night, but we like hung out at Soho House during the day, yeah. drank a ton of rosé, smoked Joe's a joint, crab. went to Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah. What is it called? Joe's, Joe's crab. crab. Yeah, Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Joe's Stone Crab all the time. We, we would smoke a joint. Every time we went to Miami, we'd smoke a joint at the same exact table at the same exact apartment complex. Yeah, right by Joe's That we'd we sneak into. Yeah. And then we would go to Joe Stone Crab, and that's how you do Miami. Mm -hmm. And then we go to you sleep. Don't, you don't leave the pool or the beach. No. Or well, we, went to, we went to one once, or what's it called? Eleven. Eleven once. I do love Eleven. <sighs> love the vibes. I just like. You're not really a club girl, though. I'm just not. Like, yeah. I, I'm a dance girl. Like, I love a, like, lounge. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just don't thrive in a club. I will say if I'm going to a club, I want it to be the club. Yeah. So you know, you know what I mean? Like it has to be I'm extreme. So I'm like, you're going to you want like the vibes. Like I want the you vibe. want you want the I don't want it to be a waste. Yeah. Like you I want don't want bottle leave. service. You want. Yes. Oh, yeah. You want the energy. I want the energy. I don't want it to be like, oh, I could have just gone to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to like we're going to a club like 11 is like infamous. Right. So for sure, I'm going to go there. Right. I'm not going to like Rockwell in Miami, which is just like another random no. club. No. Go but big. like you've got to go big or go home. Yeah. But anyway. Miami. I'm planning Miami trips. Yeah. Soon. Okay. Tell us yep. where we can find you on social media. At High End Hippie. And, you know, a little TikTok here and there. I think mm -hmm. same name. Yeah. 
And that's where you can find you. That's where you can find me, babes. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I'm so excited I got to talk to you directly about a friendship. (laughs) (laughs) It's ballsy, but not really. You guys can find me on social media at Peyton Sarton, on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube. You guys can also head to Spotify to rate Note to Self, which I would love if you did. Or iTunes, you can rate and review. I love reading my reviews. I was actually very scared of them for a while. And then I started reading them more recently. And there's like, don't take this as a prompt to go write a bad one. But there aren't really like bad ones. So they just make me happy now. So I love reading the reviews. What else can you do? Oh, the merch is available in the show notes. I'll leave Kristen's socials in the show notes. You guys can apply or send in your questions for the Ask P episode that's happening next month. That link is in the show notes. I get a lot of emails or DMs about people wondering where that is. Everything you need possible is in the show notes. So thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to you all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.